Welcome back, Rip City. I'm your host, Tim Johnson, and this is the Busted Bucket Podcast. Locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, city of bridges, stump town, PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Gary, the six-man Hassan. What is going on? That intro never gets old. You know what I'm saying? That was very crispy once again, Tim. <laughs> Thanks, man. I always try to stay crisp, you know, just like the weather outside. <laughs> man, awesome. we actually got some nice weather today. It was great, man. I loved it. I know. Today was beautiful, man. I walked out of my 9 to 5, and I was like, dang. Because many probably don't know this, but my 9 to 5, at least where I'm at in my 9 to 5, I have zero windows to look out. So I get in in the wintertime. You can imagine. It's dark when I'm driving in. It's dark when I'm going home. So to come out and see this glorious sunshine in the sky, barely any clouds, it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. It was more than welcomed. I loved it. I want to see more of this sun. This this is this is a weird thing in the sky, man. I am not used to it. And I feel like it probably happens to most of us here in the Northwest every year, but man it really makes you appreciate it right definitely definitely i mean for me like most of the time uh, i work 11 to 12 hours a day but today i was thankful to only work 10 hours today so i got to enjoy (laughs) so, so, so i got to enjoy an extra hour of sunshine today and i mean I'm thankful because it's supposed to be sunny tomorrow too. So I'm trying to get out and, and enjoy the uh, Portland's sunshine and beautiful, beautiful anything, beautiful lake, beautiful river, beautiful anything. I'm trying to get out here. Please don't go swimming in in a lake or the river. You know how cold the water is. That's the common misconception here in the Northwest. Mm-hmm. Just because it's sunny and warm out in the spring does not mean the water is warm. You will die. See, this is this is very very true. I didn't mean getting in the water. So I'm gonna go ahead and wait for it to warm just up. Sit next to it. Yeah. Just want to sit next to it. Just listen to it. So I'm gonna sit next to it and enjoy the ambiance of the Ooh. of the luxurious river. Um, Ooh. See for that me. Nice. Right for me, you know, I grew up in uh, swimming in the good old Willamette River. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh yeah. What the... better than that Willamette? <laughs> One of the one of the dirtiest rivers ever. It is <laughs> absolutely disgusting. But is know. that why you look the way you do? That's why I have freckles. <laughs> yes, this is true. <laughs> this is how freckles came about. Yes, this is true. <laughs> All right, man. Enough BSing about the weather and dirty dirty rivers. Uh, we got a little bit of news. Uh, if you haven't been following us on socials, uh, we are no longer part of the Basketball Podcast Network. Not our choosing. Uh, they just decided to shut down. Um, you know, what What does this mean for you guys, I guess? What that means is you are no longer subject to DraftKings ads halfway through the show. Uh, we're actually... We have more flexibility to promote local businesses within our show, which is what we are going to be striving to do episode after episode. And 
you know, if if you are following us on socials, uh, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, what else are we on? Facebook. Um, feel free, feel free to drop your favorite local businesses, uh, whether it's a restaurant, a brewery, uh, uh, clothing store, whatever it is. Um, drop it, drop it in the comments. We'll we'll take a look. We'll plug them. Um, but that being said, uh, I do want to plug our first local business. This is a, a small family-owned business out of Albany, Oregon. Um, just, I, I think it's what just south of uh, Salem, if my geography is correct. Um, it's called Stone and Soy, and they they create clean burning. Uh, 100% soy wax candles. Uh, they're unique. They, they, they put them in unique hand-poured cement vessels and a variety of uh, glass options. And you can check them out on IG, Instagram, for at uh, stone underscore and underscore soy. Uh, you can shop in person. You can find them in Salem at the Illy Boutique, Corvallis at Monroe Avenue Salon, and in Albany at Lux Salon. Um, they've got some Oregon coast locations in Gearheart, and uh, let me see. That's, I guess, the Gearheart uh, location is called at um, By the Way, and in Nesquin at Nesquin Trading Company. Uh, really cool products. Um, they uh, they started this during the pandemic, as a lot of people uh, were searching for something to do during that time, and. These candles are, they're awesome. They, they smell amazing. In fact, I just ordered a couple of uh, sandalwood and OUD fragranced uh, candles. And I'm waiting for those to come in the mail. But, man, you got you to gotta check them out. They're, they're pretty amazing. So, um, with that being said, I, we might as well just get into some basketball. If you're okay with that, Gary. I'm ready. Let's do this, man. <laughs> so... <laughs> If, if you've been following any kind of Blazer Twitter or or uh, any kind of articles coming out lately, uh, you probably know that uh, yet again this season, Damian Lillard is leaving Portland. He is. He's he, he's gone. How long do we have to be subjected to these awful takes? Based on no factual evidence other than the fact that the Blazers aren't championship contenders, how long? Yeah, it's 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 interesting, you know. Like when you when you read some of these articles and go over some of these uh, journalistic pieces, um, people outside of Portland are thinking that Dane is all but gone. You know, they're thinking that the dude has already packed up all of his stuff and the. And the trucks are gone, and, and they're going to either, you know, Boston or L.A. or something, you know. But one, but one of the contenders. Yeah, right? yeah. Although yeah. I'm not so sure L.A. is a contender this year. Yeah, but yeah, we'll yeah. But you know, then you sit down and listen to the uh, listen to the piece of him talking, and he's merely just saying, "Are you going to go young, or are we going to get something done?" Uh, you know, and I think that, you know, with with some of these other all-stars and superstars they're demanding trades they're 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 telling the the franchise you know they're they're not going to play or they're just 
gorging themselves and then eating all the finest foods and gaining weight and just not playing. You know what I mean? Are you talking about Raymond Felton or Zion Williams? <laughs> I'm talking about Oliver Miller, my favorite basketball player. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, I think that uh, Damien is not saying that he wants to force a trade. Like, he's, he's merely just saying that he wants to play in a contender, you know? He, he wants yeah. some direction with this franchise, uh, you know, and I think us as fans, we all want the same thing as well. Um, so hopefully at some point they can get some resolution toward, toward this, you know, because we have good pieces. Uh, you know, I think we have some some good pieces to either trade, some, some decent pieces to resign, but let's just make something happen. I agree, man, but, you know, going, going back to Damian leaving like the, the guy just built a new gym in in his home mm-hmm. he's got pictures of him hitting the shot against uh, Houston mm-hmm. he's got pictures of his family up on the wall in there you really think this dude would be building a brand new essentially at home training facility if he if he weren't gonna stay mm-hmm. and not to mention God, I hate talking about that. We've been talking about this since our inception. Damien said he's not going anywhere. He's not interested in running from the grind. How many more? How many more uh, comments of his are we gonna regurgitate on here? Come on, guys, just leave right. it alone. But it, but it makes you wonder. Like, are we still? Are we still dealing with the aftermath of, or at least the results of the decision? You know, like, like, are these, I think I saw it somewhere that somebody, um, kind of inferred that a lot of these media outlets are just concerned about where the next superstar is going. Like if if you're going to hone in on that, just stay out of Portland, you know, just keep, keep Portland out your mouth. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these people that are talking about our, you know, our our, our star and our team don't even know where Portland is. Um, you know, I think that I think that a multitude of people <clears throat> still think that the Blazers are in Portland, Maine. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's very just dis- disheartening just hearing this, you know year after year you know with with, just like you said you know this guy's always saying that he wants to be a blazer for life he's he's obviously building you know a a foundation here you know like like it's already built yeah yeah yeah, his foundation is built yeah it's just a matter of adding the right pieces to get to the next level you know and it it certainly feels like we take one step forward and two steps back lately but before you hate on Cronin too much and before you call us Cronin apologizers, you got to understand that Olshay wouldn't have pulled the trigger on some of these things that Cronin did. He never would have traded CJ and CJ got trading. CJ got a lot of money off the books. It's all a setup for this off season and it wasn't going to be an overnight rebuild or retool, whatever you want to call it. It's going to take some time. It was always a multi-year strategy. That's the game plan. So let's let it play out. 
if by next year we're in the same boat, I can get behind complaining. I can get behind uh, assuming Damien's leaving. I can get behind uh, maybe a, a complete fire sale rebuild. Sure. But let it play out, people. Let's let it play out. Now, I say let it play out. But, uh, you know, this season, the Blazers end up having the fifth worst record in the NBA. And I think, what was it, last season we were we had the seventh worst or eighth worst oh uh, record in the NBA? Let's not do that again. But I got to ask you, man, is it Wemby or Bust? I mean, what do you do if you what do you do if you don't get the number one pick? Yeah, I mean, I would think that if they got anything but Wembenizi, then it's got to be a trade. Uh, you know, it's got to. Yeah, it's got to be a trade. Uh, you know, I definitely think there's some generational talents coming up in this next draft. You know, this is this is going to be a. a a decent draft year you know some of the some of the draft classes are one or maybe two players uh you know but there's some good players coming out you know and i think that um if if they got the the second pick they might kind of sit sit and think about it you know because i think that scoot's going to be a pretty good player um, but again you know if if you draft him that's just another smaller guard yeah. and you know uh i just think that we need to try to package one of those things and move it for a wing or a power forward or or something because we we need to get bigger. You know, we we've been watching small ball now for years and it hasn't worked. Mhm. Mhm. I mean, outside of Wembenyama, I don't see Scoot or Brandon Miller or. I'm terrible at pronouncing names, but Asar Thompson mm-hmm. uh, or Jarris Walker. I don't see that. I don't see that making a difference for this team. And so, my thought is they're gonna they're gonna take that pick if God forbid we don't get that number one pick. Mm. My thought is you have to take those whatever pick it is you you end up with, and you gotta trade it for a proven big. But not just any proven big. You got to package that pick with another player for an all-star caliber talent. You have to. Because if you don't bring another all-star player into the mix with Dame, it's not going anywhere. That's just... That's just the way it goes, man. Like It's, it's going to be more of the same. And then if it's more of the same, are we looking at another fifth worst record in the NBA? Are we looking worse? You know, Dame's aging. He still had one of his best seasons ever. I mean, talk about an MVP season. But who knows how much longer he can keep that up. I'm not saying next season he's going to be on a complete decline, but, you know, he could throw up another MVP season or two. But if you're if you're picking up, guys that aren't necessarily difference makers or you're picking up young guys in the draft you're you're probably waiting uh at least for the rookies another two or three years before they start making any difference unless you just hit it out of the park by sheer luck and whoever you pick up is a stud 
you know, grows seven inches overnight and can shoot from anywhere on the floor. Oh, wait, that's uh, that would be the number one pick. Victor Wembanyama, <laughs> wouldn't it? All I'm saying is I personally think it's Wembanyama or bust. But do you think that do you think that Ant and whatever pick it is, we'll call it second through fifth uh, pick this summer. Uh, do you think packaging that with Ant could bring in an all star? Mm. I don't know. That's a, a a tough question, you know, because I think that we as Blazer fans always overvalue our players. You know, we we talked about <laughs> yeah, we talked about before. You know, some of the players we get, and then you know, a few short years or months sometimes after they they hang up a Blazer uniform, they're no longer in the NBA. Yeah, uh, you know, some of them are playing, which is the, funny because it yeah. used to be. It used to be not to interrupt you yet again, but uh, it used to be that as soon as they traded in their blazer jersey for a, a new jersey, they became they became all stars. Right. right. <laughs> now they're just out of the NBA. We're going the wrong direction here. We are trending in the complete opposite direction that we should be. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that you know we as blazer fans, you know, we have the ideology that. Um, we're going to be able to package, you know, Sharp and then Ant. And, and and we have two first-round draft picks uh, this year, too. Yeah. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll be One able later to, on. Yeah, right. So, yeah, you know, we'll we'll be able to package them for, you know, maybe like an Embiid or maybe a, a Jalen Brown. But, you know, when you check around, like, some of these other markets, these markets – they're not talking about getting Ant and Sharp. They're talking about trading Jalen Brown for Damian, trading James right. Harden for Damian. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like that'd be great. You know, if if we could get Jalen Brown, I listen. I would love for Jalen Brown and his girlfriend Bernice Burgos to both be here in Portland. I would, <laughs> I would absolutely love that. But, but, but could it happen though? I don't well, know. Well, you know what? You bring you bring Jalen Brown. We'll just for for hypothetical sake here, you you trade Ant for Jalen Brown, with with whatever pick you got. Uh, does Jalen Brown really make that big of a difference when you have such, uh, you have such a, a disparity of talent with your bigs versus your your guards? Like you're going to be so heavy on guards. Granted. Jalen Brown can pay, can play defense, but it still comes down to the fact that you have zero size under the rim. You've got your your outside of Nurk, your tallest big man is six nine. You don't have a lot of guys that can stretch the floor consistently or rebound. Nobody on this team can rebound or play seems. defense or play defense. Right. Well, that's why you got Jalen Brown, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's all I'm saying is like, it could could Jalen Brown truly bring this team to the that next tier to the to the upper echelon uh, to contend for for a title? Or are we looking at training someone like Ant for Jalen Brown and then hoping, praying that we're able to get some kind of free agent big man to come over here to play alongside those two? Yeah, see, and not think, to mention, I'm sorry, not to mention, 
you you bring in Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown is a shooting guard. If you play him a small forward, he is an undersized small forward. Where are you going to play Shaden Sharp? Shaden Sharp, to me, and I, I know a lot of Rip City out there, has proven himself worthy of a starting nod. At least, at the very least, a six-man nod. But I would think that he would get the opportunity to, the opportunity to start next season. And I, again, want to see him at the two, not the three, because I think he would be an undersized three. Yeah, I mean, like I, I definitely, I definitely liked, you know, what I've seen at the later half of the season, you know, from Sharp, you know, he, he finally got that chance, you know, to get the ball in his hands and to get some starts. And it was really nice to see him, you know, because I think that just, just based off the, the start of the year was fun. But the summer league, everybody was saying, oh, no, we just drafted another, you know, injury prone player <laughs> right uh, so so you know we we came into this season excited but we came into this season with a lot of unknowns you know when it came to sharp so so to see what he did toward toward the end of the year you know i know we have mm -hmm. been talking about it you know in our group chat and uh, you know gary had been saying he's gonna be an all-star before you know <laughs> and and cj right you know i would yeah. i would definitely love to to see him get to that point, you know, I think that he he definitely has the talent and he has the tools to to get to that point. And, and with Dame's help, you know, that could be great. But um, but at the same time, he's still probably another two years out. Yeah, you at know, least before before reaching that that potential where he'll be that difference maker. He he'll win some games next season. He'll win mm -hmm. some games for the team. Mm -hmm. But I I think he's at least you know. This, the next season after after this upcoming season is when yeah. he's going to make his mark. And at that point, you know, you hope you have somebody to shore up the defense. You hope you have somebody who can get some rebounds, you know. I, I saw an article earlier uh, this week that, uh, gosh, I, I normally I'm, I'm a little better at this, uh, but I don't remember who wrote it. It could have been Holdall. But uh, it was something about Nurk possibly uh, being a, a big trade target just based off his contract alone. I mean, that could be one of the blockbuster trades of the offseason. Look, man, I love Nurk as much as the next guy. I, I, was, I had Nurk fever. Yeah. But to, to see how few games he's been playing and just the the mental checkouts that he gets during some games man it drives me batty and if we could trade him for someone like a Jalen Brown then okay that makes sense as long as we can trade Sharp for someone like a DeAndre Ayton yeah or a Joel Embiid you know something like that yeah or or if we get the the Victor Wembanyama but I mean let's Let's not get our hopes up that we're going to get Wimby because chances are we probably won't. Yeah. And so I think, I hope that this front office is doing their due diligence and making those phone calls and, you know, doing their research to see who may or may not be available. And then let's go all in. Yeah. Spend yeah. the money. Yeah. Cut the check. Yeah. 
make it happen because you gotta do you gotta do it just to do right by Dane. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you you definitely owe that to Dane. Uh, you know, Dane's been a, a loyal player here. You know, and I think that we as we as Blazer fans have been loyal too year in and year out. You know, and I think that um you know if we could make a, a bigger blockbuster trade, you know, maybe it's you know, people are talking about Embiid. I don't know if that's possible. You know, people are talking about Jalen Brown. That'd be great. Uh, you know, but still, we have to think about getting uh, upgrades. You know, at like other positions. Uh, you know, as well. Um, and you know, for mm-hmm. me, one of the, one of the teams that I'm kind of looking at is players on the Pistons. Uh, you know, what I'm saying. And now, oh yeah, okay. Uh, you know, the the Pistons are slotted in to either get the first pick, the second pick, or the third pick. You know, say the, mm-hmm. the Pistons get the first pick and they draft Wembenyana. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, at that point, their their bigs would be Wembenizi. They'd have Duran. And then they would also have, or Duran, uh, Jalen Duran. And then they, they'd also have James Wyatt. I'd be more than happy to get Jalen Duran or I'd be more than happy to get James Wyatt. You know, I think that for one of those two players, you know, it, it, wouldn't have to be a big blockbuster trade um, mm-hmm. you know and I think there's a reason why James Wiseman was picked so high in this draft you know I think in the late, later half of this uh, season man he had a, a great season where he put up good points and, and you know, when it comes to Jalen Duran, man some of the stories that you hear about this guy <laughs> is insane like this dude is so strong like yeah I, I was listening to a uh, podcast. I think it was Paul George uh, talking about it. He was just saying he he could not move this man. This man was like a brick wall, and just you know, when I look when I look at the the issues you know that that we have on our team, like we need a athletic big guy. Uh, you know, yes. Obviously, the the Pistons are not going to trade Wembenizi. So man, if, if they got that top pick, you know, and somehow we could get one of those two players and Duran and Wiseman, I, I would I would do it. A hundred percent. Yes. I would, I would love to take either one of them. I mean, the, everything you mentioned about Wiseman. Yes. The only question surrounding him is his ability to stay healthy because that, I mean, that's basically why the Warriors got rid of him is because he was never healthy for them. But then you see him go to the Pistons and he just lights it up. So if he could stay healthy, yeah, I'm into it. But the question is, what do you give up for him? And is is the juice worth the scru- the squeeze, right? Is is it is he worth it? Uh Duran, I don't see them getting rid of him. Yeah. I think I think realistically you're looking at a Wiseman trade. Uh so for me I'm taking that off the table, but yeah. I wouldn't mind it if, I mean, if we gave up someone like Nasir Little or you know, I don't even know at this point who's still on contract during this offseason. But, you know, you give up some picks mm-hmm. and a, a role player. I'm into it. I'm into that. And, and by, by by some picks, I don't mean like multiple firsts. I, I just mean like, you know, maybe maybe you do uh, throw out that uh, top five, seven pick um, and someone like. Uh, Nasir Little, or I mean, I love the guy, but 
maybe even Watford, you know? Uh, but I'm definitely not giving up Anthony Simons for for um, no. Wiseman. I'm, that's never no no universe would I ever do that. Definitely not. But I read that uh, the Blazers have about have, have approximately 110 million in current salary obligations with, with 10 players. Uh, so I think that when you're talking about that, the the following players. Jeremy Grant, Cam Reddish, Thibel, Winslow, Eubanks, Badgey, Butler, you know, those are going to be some of the, the players that we might have to give up, you know, in order to, to, mm-hmm. to make some moves, you know, so. Honestly, as long as you keep Grant, I don't care. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to say I don't care, but I don't mind giving up the rest. I would love to keep Thibel. I think Reddish showed a lot of uh, promise and he's yeah. still young, mm-hmm. but you know, honestly, you keep you keep Grant. You throw all the money at him because that guy is so versatile and he's he's a walking bucket. Mm-hmm. I think I think you have no choice but to. Oh. Um, and you know, at that point, I think he'd be worth the con- the, the 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 money that the Blazers are giving him. Could you turn Could you turn around and do a sign and trade? Maybe. I don't know. It's possible. But uh, I, I do hope that the Blazers bring in a big man because I want to see Jeremy Grant play the three. I want to see him for the majority of next season play the three. So would you say that re-signing Jeremy Grant is priority number one? I would say so. I would think that's that's probably paramount is to bring back Grant, uh, bring back a few of these players uh, if, if it makes sense. Bible reddish. Uh, it, did you say Eubanks? Is Eubanks still on the books, or is this was this a contract year? I think I this it, was a contract year, right? Yeah. So it's Eubanks and Winslow, uh, and then Baji. Honestly, and Winslow played really well for us. Is he a difference maker? No. Yeah. But you also need to bring in. Look, I want I want that. Uh, was it was it Mays mm-hmm. that they brought in? Mm-hmm. I want them to sign that kid. I would love to see him as a backup point yeah. because I don't think Keon Johnson is it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, cause I remember a lot of people were pretty excited about the potential of Keon Johnson, you know, but I think that it he's kinda, a shooting guard though. Yeah. 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 You know, he's kinda, a, he's a undersized shooting guard. Yeah. So, so what do you think about, uh, keeping Knox? You know, give him a shot. I, there's, no reason why you shouldn't because you're not gonna have to pay him very much yeah the the dude played pretty decent you know last few games of the season he looked pretty damn good when there was no (laughs) defense all all shooting (laughs) he looked he looked pretty good taking 35 shots just, (laughs) just give him the green light and let him run with it right right You know, I would I, honestly, I would keep Knox. Why not? The dude's how old is he? He's got to be in his early twenties, right? Yeah. So he's got to be like what 22, 23 at most. Something, something like that. So we're we're yeah. him, we're him, Bible and Reddish all all in the same draft. I think I don't know. I'm not sure. That that I'd have to look up. Where's our Wait. stat person when? Where's our stat person when you need one? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you know. This this season probably wasn't you know the best season ever, 
you know, but at least hopefully maybe we unearthed some some new gems. Uh, you know, with this yeah, new- I was gonna say no, it wasn't the the most amazing season, but you know what? It had some memorable moments. We got to see Shaden Sharp come out of his shell. We got to see him throw down some monster dunks. Mm-hmm. We got to see him attack Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. That was fun. That we got was. to see, we got to see Dame put up seventy plus points. We got to see Dame put up the most efficient what sixty point game in NBA history. We got, we got to see Dame firing on all cylinders, cylinders we didn't even know he had. Yeah. We got to see a guy, a guy from Troutdale, prove to everyone in the world that he belongs in this league and he can hoop. Yeah. Dude can hoop. We got to see me, you, and Damien combine for a, a combined 71 points in one game. That was pretty amazing. Yeah, dude. I was happy <laughs> to do my part. I was happy to sit back and eat whole pizzas. <laughs> I was happy to sit back and do 12-ounce curls, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I. You know, that's the thing, man. This ring culture has got everybody so so caught up with winning a championship. You forget to sit down and sit back and in, enjoy what you're seeing. You know, appreciate what these guys are, are doing out there on the floor. Yeah. Say what you will about these young guys uh, not looking good or being inconsistent or whatever. But you know what? They put up some fun games here and there. It was fun. Did we get blown out a few times? Yes. Did that suck? Yes. Definitely. But there were some <laughs> nice things within those games, you know, in sure. between. You, you know, Trendon Watford looked decent. He looked he looked like he was having some fun out there. Uh Matisse Thibel, when he first got here, the dude played amazing defense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when's the last time you saw a guy close out? on the opposing players shooting a corner three and block it. Never. You know, <laughs> does it suck that the Blazers didn't make the playoffs? Yes. Yes, it does. Yeah. But I enjoyed this season. I really did. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Stressful, frustrating at times, but fun. And now, Gary, and now it's going to be fun to sit back and See what happens with our team next year right i mean you're talking about getting excited about the potential of shade and sharp how about the potential of landing a number one pick and drafting victor Wembanyama? Mm-hmm. that's fun mm-hmm. speaking of sharp gary you think uh you think this team's going to be able to keep him and dame together i mean longer than sharp's rookie contract I sure hope that uh, that we can keep sharp because you know I think that so I think that he's gonna be a, a generational talent. You know, I think that he is exactly what we want and need here for the city of Portland. You know, he's a, a fun player to watch. You know, he seems coachable. You don't hear crazy stories about him doing things off the court you know you don't 
You don't got to work. Punching his own players. Yeah, he's he's not punching his own players. He's not you know doing he's some not of these choking out his coach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's not Latrell he's not, Sprewell. Hey, he's not dog fighting. Yeah, exactly. Right? He's, he's 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 not getting drunk off white claws and passing out at at, at bars and clubs. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a he's a quality guy. I gotta post that picture for our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> so Inside I'm, joke time, guys. I'm yeah. Sorry. So yeah, I I I I would love to see them keep Dame and Sharp, and then if. I had to choose, I would choose to move Simon, you know, because I think that at this point in time, you know, we could probably pair Simons and some draft picks and potentially Nurk or, or somebody mm-hmm. else for a better player. You know, I think that um, uh, with the Blazers, it's kind of interesting. You know, I think that we're, we have, we have decent veteran players, but we also have some decent young players you know all teams mm-hmm. can't be lucky like the thunder you know what i'm saying like <laughs> all, all teams can't have sga and then have another you know another 21st round pick yeah exactly 20 <laughs> 21st round picks you know good gm and oh yeah check coming back too next year you right know what i think they're gonna be fun but to you watch. never know that could yeah. That could throw a wrinkle in the fold that kind of messes it all up. Yeah, yeah not but, not Chet's fault. Yeah, it's definitely not. But man, for them for them to be doing this good and then he missed the entire year, that's going to be a, a exciting thing for that franchise. And I, I would love to have the same sentiment, you know, about the Blazers to be excited about the future. Yep. I agree. And you know what? I think you can be excited about the future because you you still have Shaden Sharp. You still have Damian Lillard. They're going to be exciting to watch going forward. I don't think... I know Dame is not going anywhere on his own volition. Uh, I don't think Sharp's actually going anywhere. I think the franchise is going to do what it takes to keep Sharp. And I think you're right that they would... Uh, trade Simons before Sharp because I think Sharp has a higher ceiling and it's it's pretty apparent to I think everybody that his ceiling is much higher than than Simons and honestly I don't see Simons getting much better than what he is now unless maybe he gets traded and goes to a system Toronto. that's better suited to his play style I don't know Toronto would you take OG on Anobi? Oh, definitely. I, I would I would definitely take him. But I think that somebody like Simons has to play with like a good defensive guard next to him. Absolutely. Same I mean you could say the same about Dame. Yeah, definitely. We'll see. Uh I think we just have to sit on our hands for a little bit. See what the Blazers cook up. See if we can get that number one pick. And if we don't Look, it's going to be exciting to get Victor Wembanyama, but it's going to be really exciting to see what in the world Joe Cronin is going to do if he does not get that number one pick because he's got to have something up his sleeve. He's got to have some kind of plan for that. I, to be honest, that to me, that's the worst case scenario with this draft is you don't get the number one pick. 
he's got to have some plans. And I think everyone calling for his head right now, we can get behind you if he has zero plan or if it doesn't pan out when we don't get the number one pick. But for now, I'm tabling that because I think he's been doing okay, setting up his next move. We'll we'll have to see what happens. Now, Gary, uh, Paolo Banchero, excuse me, I said his name wrong, Paolo Banchero was almost a unanimous rookie of the year. One guy. One guy chose somebody else. He chose Kessler. Almost rookie. How would that... Do you think that's going to affect Ben Carroll? Like, do you think he's just going to have that little extra chip on his shoulder going in next year? I mean, I would think so. um, Because that guy is, like, amazing. Like, (laughs) yeah. to to just see a a young guy come in the league like that and be able to pretty much shoot he can post he's got good positioning he's got good 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 angles good balance all mm-hmm. that you know i think that you know we'll see <clears throat> what player they draft next year um, you know but i think that you know all all these guys are trying to find that that like edge of like what can I use to get me more pissed off or, you know, what can I use to, you know, improve my, you know, first, second or third team, you know, all league selection. And yeah, I definitely think that he'll, he'll use that, but man, like it, it's, it's interesting, you know, because a lot of people really didn't see him play because he's in such a small market. So it's kind of like, other markets when it when it comes to Portland. I didn't watch yeah. him play a lot, but then you know we check the box store, you check some of his highlights, you check some of the things that people are saying about him. Like it sounds like the dude is like Carmelo, like a young mellow. But stronger. I was gonna say but stronger and <laughs> but stronger. Bigger. bigger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, you know, it's gonna be crazy to see what he does in the future and the the magic got themselves a good one. Yeah, you know, I think the Magic have, has got to trade a big this season, this off season, because they got they got a log jam down there, yeah. and I want to see them essentially just gift us Bobo. <laughs> yeah. I just want yeah. Bobo to come off the bench. <laughs> <laughs> come back, man. Yeah, please. <laughs> I, I miss you. I miss watching you at U of O. Come, come, let me. Come over here and let me watch you play for Portland. <laughs> now, uh, Ben Carroll, rookie of the year. Uh, Shaden Sharp was outside the top 10. I'm not surprised because he really wasn't getting much burn. Um, at least not enough for him to, to start putting things together. Um, but you mentioned first, second, third team all league. Hassan, is Dame going to be first team all league? Um, I mean, I don't think so. Um, I, this I was... man put up arguably his best season yet. And you don't think he's going to be first team all league? I do not. I'm not surprised because he's been dumped on his entire career, overlooked. 
had to be voted in by the coaches into the all-star games. Right. But I think this year he's going to be first team. I think, I think they're going to make it. So I think, I think this year it's going to be SGA. And then I'm thinking maybe Dantich, I think, uh, which pisses me off. Cause that guy is not a guard. Yeah. <laughs> he is not a guard. Yeah. But not to mention you, you brought in Kyrie Irving and got worse to, and got worse. Right. But uh, Kyrie Irving is a point guard. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie Irving is a guard. Yeah. Luka Doncic is a small forward. Get out of here. Okay, so if if so, do you agree that Doncic is is first team then? Oh yeah. So so if it's SGA and then Dame and then Luka, who do you take off the first team list if it's Tatum, Giannis, and then Embiid? <laughs> Tatum, Giannis, and Embiid. Embiid, and you're talking SGA, mm-hmm. Damon Doncic. Mm-hmm. So Tatum. Yeah. So so if so if Dame, Giannis, and, well Embiid's gonna be there. Yeah. Giannis. Giannis is gonna be there. Tatum. 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 You know what? You know what? Tatum. Alright, so Dame might make second. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> but yeah, it's like yeah, it's like when when you think about it like that, like like you know, MB, Giannis, Tatum. Either of those guys could be MVP, and we're we're not even talking about Joker. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 tough up there in the the first the first team, you know. And then yeah, but you can't you can't have you can't have more than one center on on yeah. these teams though, right? So yeah, 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 yeah. One of those guys is gonna be second team, and I think it's it's funny because I think Embiid's gonna be first team because I think he's gonna win the MVP. Mm-hmm. But I think Joker should probably win MVP and be first team because the dude is basically averaging a triple double. See, it's it's so crazy because so if so if Joker wins, and his team is number yeah. one in the West. Yeah. So if so if Joker wins his third MVP, which would be three straight, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That would that would essentially mean that. He he has to be like the best big of all time. Three straight MVP, really? He's up there. Like you don't top top three. You you don't you, think you don't think Joker is one of the greatest big men of all time? I mean, I wouldn't Get say here. I wouldn't say that that he's top three. Would you take Who's him over top three then? Greatest. I mean, I would take Shaq for sure. What are you, you what are you doing? Shaq Wilt and Olajuwon? Uh I would probably do Shaq Olajuwon for sure. I mean if we're going just based on statistics, so I'd go with you Kareem. You have to throw Wilt in there. So I'd go with Kareem. Kareem. Okay. But also Kareem 
play power forward for a while, didn't he? No. He's like 7-1 or 7-3. He, yeah. he, he's a monster in these streets. All right. <laughs> but is Joker a top three big man here's, ball? Here's the, thing, here's the thing, though. Like, he, if you throw in stat-wise, like, he hasn't played nearly as long as those guys did. Not yet. But when he does, he's going to have some records, man. Yeah. He's With no be, rings. Well, this year might prove differently. <laughs> you never know. I think they're I think they're a pretty good team this year. Yeah. But you know, you right now I would say he's probably top five, top seven centers of all time. So I mean you think about like Bill Russell, yeah. Kareem, mm-hmm. Will, Shaq. Who else are you going to throw in there? Are you going to throw Tim Duncan in as? Oh, Hakeem. Yeah. I thought I said that. Yeah, Hakeem. David There's Robinson. You get... You get... Mm. Robinson <laughs> was very good. But do you think? Do you think he was better than Joker? Man. See, that's I the mean, thing. Would you Would you put Patrick Ewing in there? Yeah, there's there's Patrick Ewing, but that's the thing. It's would like... you? Would you would you put Bill Walton in there? No. Okay. But I mean that that's the the thing though. What like, about Bill Russell? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for of sure. Course. Like when when you're talking about giving him three straight MVPs, that means that he's he's one of the best players ever. But but how many MVPs did those guys win, and how how many times did they average a triple double? Triple, double. Yeah. But they have as a as a big that's insane. But they have rings though. They have, yeah. But they have, but it doesn't all come down to rings. There there are Michael Jordan has six rings. Mm-hmm. Greatest of all time. Bill Russell had more. Yeah. There's a few other guys that have more. Mm-hmm. Why aren't they in the conversation? You know what I'm saying? But I mean I don't know. I I just think that when you're when you're talking about giving him his, his his third straight MVP like that like that is that is cementing him as one of the best players ever. And you yes. know, I, so I think that you know it 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 sucks. He is you know? one of the best players ever. He's top. He's NBA top seventy five. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I just think you know it sucks. So it's unfortunate, you know, that we that that we live in a, a society with voter fatigue because for me like I love watching this guy play like mm-hmm. to see to see somebody that has the same body type as us essentially <laughs> and, and like he's out there just killing it and bare, barely jumping over phone books and making people look dumb and like like yeah. like dribbling the but ball also- but also you got to think like MVP is based on the talent that is in the league at that time. Like LeBron should probably have 10 to 15 MVPs. Right? I mean, let's be real with it. He should. But he doesn't. But if he had 10 to 15 MVPs, you would say he's the greatest of all time, right? Yeah, it's true. Nobody's ever had 10 to 15 MVPs except maybe Will. I don't I don't know if they were giving them out back then, but on and off the court. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying all these all these results are skewed anyway. Like, am I gonna if if I had to go through the annals of uh, NBA history and pick out my top five centers that I would want on my team? He would be one of them. So, so with that being said, so if if he wins his third straight MVP, so would you take him over a majority of the current NBA players if you were starting your franchise now? Current NBA 100, players. 100% yes. 150,000% yes. You'd take him over Luka? If I... So you're saying to 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 use him as your building block. Yeah, exactly. Not to, not to necessarily to not necessarily you weren't saying pick a center out of every active player in the NBA. So you're saying pick one player. Yeah. Would I pick him? Oh yeah. Okay. I just might. Okay. Would I pick him over Giannis? Not. Tatum? Would I pick would I pick him over uh Embiid? Yes. Really? Tatum? I would. Over Tatum? Yes. Okay. I would. Okay. No question about that one. Yeah. I would I would take him over the majority of the league. Yeah, I think that'd be a that'd be a good a good poll to bring up, you know, because I think that mm -hmm. we would get some Differing answers, I think. Uh, oh, I'm sure. Would I, would I take him to to start a franchise? Definitely. But you know, what I for would sure. Who pick? Giannis. Out of everyone in the league, you would pick Giannis. So I'd probably go Giannis, I think, um, because you know. So I think that. Um, Having a guy that can play both ends of the court, having a guy that you know is 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 a freak long, athlete. a freak athlete, uh, you know, mm -hmm. having a guy that's long and lengthy, um, you know, is important. You know, I think that you know can't you, shoot that well. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, you you surround him with shooters. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. And uh, let us think that can consistently year after year we we've seen him get better with his physical tools the mm -hmm. the dude is getting in the gym all the time he's 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 a monster yeah. you know let me ask you let me ask you this if you were starting a franchise from scratch and you had to choose from any position would you ever choose a point guard to build around uh, no so i wouldn't so I would you know, and I think that it's it's tough, you know, because my my favorite player is obviously Dane, but you know we're we're seeing the way the NBA is tra transitioning, and even I mean Curry's an amazing player, you know. Some people think that he's the best point guard of all time, but but look who he's surrounded by. Exactly, and you've seen what the guy tried to do with no Clay, with no Dre, with no team. He had a down season. Uh, you know, and I, so I just think that yeah. you gotta fake a hand injury. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, like point guard, no. But 
Small forward, power forward, definitely. Center, definitely. Yeah. I, and I think that's where we're at with Portland. We've got we've got one of the best point guards to ever play the game. But the problem is you cannot build a contending consistently contending team when yeah. your point guard is your best and highest player, highest paid player. It it's it's really difficult because of the the way that the NBA is now, you have to have that dominant wing or big man, or it doesn't work. Length, length you is need key. Length, length is Absolutely. key. Absolutely, and and that's why I think teams like the the Celtics are so good because they're, they're so long, they're so young, and they're they're a a defensive team too. You know, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with Portland, we're essentially the opposite. We're mm-hmm. short. We, <laughs> we don't play defense, uh-huh. and you know, we just we just gotta improve. Uh, but we'll I, see. I just wish, I just wish Dame was like five inches taller. Mm. If he was five inches taller, it'd be it'd be game over, man. Yeah. It would be a completely different ball game, and you could have surrounded him with the Pat Beverleys of the of the league. Yeah, you know the the Marcus Smarts of the league, yeah. and it would have worked. See, if 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 that's the case, we would have never traded CJ. Uh, we'd have Ant exactly CJ. The, then the Dame CJ experiment would have worked. If it's Dame money. sprouted up seven inches and played small forward, yeah. it would have worked. Yeah. I mean, it essentially would have been like having Kevin Durant on the team. Yeah. Only, I don't know. Dame might, Dame maybe may have been better than Kevin Durant if he, except defensively, he wasn't very good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe not. Yeah. But, but you know, it, like like you don't, you wouldn't have gotten rid of CJ. And CJ would have been lighting it up from beyond the arc. He'd have been, you know, ball dominant like what he needs to be. And it would have worked. The experiment would have worked. And you could have gotten away with having Nurk on the team too. Yeah, and at that point, you have got to bring in two defensive-orientated players because, again, CJ and you Ant- had him. Yeah. You had him for a time. Yeah. You had, you had Mo Harkless, who was a pretty decent defender. If, if we could bring back an old blazer that I think that would make a difference for Rashid this team, Wallace, Wallace obviously. <laughs> I mean, think about having a player like Gerald Wallace on this team right now. Somebody oh, just, just have to crash on the team. But even then, like he he was six seven. It, but uh, but he played still so be undersized. Big. Yeah, but I mean, sure, if, but he'd still be undersized. Yeah, so I mean, if if, if if you know we could have a, a player like that, uh, you know, a player that just had that type of mentality, uh, you know, I think that'd be great. Yeah. You know, but but until then, you know, I we're gonna be five seven five nine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think to an extent, Nas Nas is that kind of player. Mm-hmm. 
you know, the thing about Wallace is he was always sacrificing his body, mm-hmm. which is why they called him Crash because he was always on the floor. Yeah. I think I think if you had, you know what? Honestly, I think if Zach Collins would have panned out, if he wasn't injury prone, we'd be we'd be singing a different tune right now. We wouldn't be in the in the draft lottery. Oh. Zach Collins is a player that I'd be fine never talking about ever again. <laughs> I love Zach Collins. He when he was here, he was one of my favorite players because he didn't take shit from anybody. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. It's just unfortunate he was always injured. This is true. See he see he definitely did it, but I just I just think about what could have been. And any time that I think of Touché. any time that I think of Zach Collins I always think of Donovan Mitchell. Drafted three slots after Zach Collins. Bam Adebayo drafted four Bam. slots after Zach Collins. Bam, Bam would have been the big one. Yeah. John Collins drafted 19th. Jarrett Allen drafted 22nd. OG drafted 23rd. Yeah, yeah. Kuzma 27. So I know it's 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 <laughs> it's what if, but I mean just for me, like I just think about stuff like that, you know, and I think that mm-hmm. like it's interesting too, because you know, I think didn't we trade up to get him too? Mm. We that that I don't recall. But anyways, we traded we traded and got that Collins. And sometimes I, I want to cry. Sometimes the dice don't fall your way, man. Sometimes it just doesn't work. But that's that's why you bet, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's why you play the draft game because you never know when you're gonna hit. And when you hit, sometimes you hit big. Mm-hmm. And we can hope that that happens this season. I hope, for the love of God, please let it happen for the Blazers this season because. We've been mediocre for so long, but 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 fingers, Gary, fingers crossed. The absolutely. draft lottery is May 16th, so Blazer fans, when beneath your bust. That's right, when beneath your bust. <laughs> That's right, and Gary. We'll cross our fingers, toes, arms, legs, anything else we can cross. But until we get them. Thank you for joining me on the show. Big shout out to you, my co-host, and especially you, our listeners, social media followers, and Bucket Busters. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter at Busted Bucket with your comments and questions. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'll be posting more videos soon. And coming up soon, I promise, YouTube. Anyway, keep reaching out to us with your comments and questions because we love building community with you all. Don't forget to rate, follow, subscribe, and leave a review if you're digging what we're saying. Be good to each other, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.